right, welcome to the New Yorker Cartoon Caption Contest podcast. I am Vin Coca. With me is Beth Lawler and Paul Nesha. And uh, today's show, we have special guest Timmy Booth, who is the winner of New Yorker Caption Contest 813, and past guest and frequent finalist, uh, Nicole Krolovicius, who's also a, a final, or was a finalist on Contest 813 and many other contests. Uh, so guys, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Thank thanks you. for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh timmy how about we'll, we'll start with you is this your first new yorker caption contest win yes um i've entered a bunch of times but i actually stopped for a, a good year or two and this is my second time entering it since i started again and i guess it was just i needed a break or something you know <laughs> wow i ass- i assume you were familiar with the expression to give no quarter yes I'm embarrassed I, that I wasn't. I kind of vaguely knew of it, but I wasn't familiar enough with it that I would have ever drawn it to this caption. But I have to think once you put it together, it was like a very good feeling because it's an absolute home run if you're familiar with the expression. For sure. Yeah. And I have had because I posted it, you know, on my Facebook, like, hey, I'm in this contest. And a lot of people were like, I had to ask what that meant. But I think it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I've been reading a lot of like fantasy novels lately, like historic leaning fantasy novels. So I think it was just in my brain somehow that phrase. Yeah. It, it, like I said, once you know what it means, it works perfectly. So I'm, I'm not surprised that, uh, that it won. <laughs> I am just and so first time, first time with... finalist, you said as well, right? Yeah. Oh, so congrats. Yes. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. I was, yeah. I don't know. I was so hyped when I got the email that was like, hey, you're a finalist. I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. We've that said it before, but that's the exciting part. More, more so yeah. than winning. <laughs> For sure. How about you, Nicole? Were no, you, uh, it, were you upset? I say, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, is it though, as the third place finalist? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only, only joking. Um, Timmy, first of all, congratulations. What I when I saw the captions that I was up against, I thought when I saw both of them, I thought, oh no, <laughs> those are two really good captions. Um, you're always hoping when you get that email from Colin that the competition will be weak, <laughs> and this was not one of those times. So I knew that either you or Linda were going to win this one, um, and I absolutely love your caption. I love, this is the kind of caption that I love. It's like the double meaning pun, (laughs) the clever double meaning pun. And it's just, it works so perfectly because of course, little Napoleon's on his machine with, you know, needing a quarter (laughs) and his mom isn't giving it to him. Like Vin, I did not know what it meant. (laughs) So, but when I looked at, but I saw that phrase trending in crowdsourcing. And so I looked it up and when I looked it up, I thought, oh, well, that's perfect. It just works so well. So congrats. Well-earned. I appreciate that. Thank you. Congrats to you. I didn't realize you had, you had been here before, you know, you've, uh, you've been in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to say it is getting that email from Colin is the best feeling as everyone on this podcast can attest to because everyone's got that email. It's yeah. just the best. And, and seeing and, that you won for me is not ne- nearly as uh, exciting. You kind, I kind, I remember just seeing it. I was like, oh, all right. Uh, and when I did, I, I kind of didn't care uh, really, and any time. But I don't know if everyone has that feeling. 
I don't. Yeah, I, I, don't, I like I, to win. <laughs> I like to win. I like to win. It's fun. It, it is not great. It doesn't, it's not the greatest feeling <laughs> to come third, but I've come third four times. So Ooh. I'm very used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would certainly think uh, it's the same. I thought, I thought the third. other two entries were really good this week too. So I just wanted to say that like it was, it was uh stiff competition. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Linda's, Caption is also fantastic. Look both ways before you cross the Alps is great. Uh, I, I like that a real lot. I agree. I think that's an excellent caption too, Vin, when I saw it. And it was listed first. So I honestly thought that that was going to win. I was surprised just for that reason. We've studied the placement and how <laughs> being placed in the first position can help sometimes. Who knows why? We need a psychologist on the podcast <laughs> to <laughs> elucidate that. Um and it's it is an excellent caption. It, it, Linda really hit that one out of the park. I wasn't surprised. I saw it trending and crowdsourcing, and I just knew that would be a finalist. Yeah, me and too. So, yeah, that was a great caption. Yeah, we were yeah. saying that we wished that this was one of those weeks that we wished that they would show us what the breakdown was of the votes, because I bet it was really super close amongst all three of you. Yeah, for sure. And I yeah, Nicole, I'm, I'm sure you like Timmy's because that's definitely your type of caption. And your <laughs> caption is very similar in that it's the uh, dual meaning type caption. Oh my God. Well, we have to talk about, we cannot go by this caption without talking about what a pun my caption was. <laughs> and it's the kind of pun that is, you know, it's the kind of pun that it's one of those, like, as you say, Vin, you call it the sounds like pun that, that, they don't yeah. tend to choose a lot. You know, they choose double meaning puns a ton, mm -hmm. but those sounds like puns are a bit more rare. And so yeah. I was, I, so entering them, I'm always nervous to do that because, you know, there's people who really hate that kind of caption just as a general rule. And so I was, I was surprised when they picked it, but, um, uh, but Timmy's is, is, is the kind of caption that I'm shooting for every week. Timmy, your caption, that's the caption I'm trying to do. And I can, and most of the time I fail, I can't <laughs> find that double meaning, you know, phrase that connects the two disparate elements in such an elegant way. And so I, when I see that, I love it. I find those captions so satisfying. Um, so your caption is indeed my it's the one that I when I see it um it's like light comes from the clouds and, <laughs> and, I, and, the, and the angels start singing and it goes ah! <laughs> and I think that's, that's amazing yeah <laughs> that's funny that you say that because like I do um stand-up comedy as sort of uh after work pastime I, like, I would I don't know if it's a hobby or slightly more than a hobby but I do a lot of stand-up comedy and when I started I would do a lot of puns and those would be the ones that I kept and so I had a whole part of my set that was like Hmm. it exact double meaning puns and i feel like that's it's like a level above a normal pun somehow <laughs> like and exactly. so i and guess i was that's what wins. subconsciously yeah and those definitely win most often those are usually one a week is a finalist yeah, yeah those are the ones i try for it's and you have to get the phrasing right you have to match the original phrasing and for timmy I, you did it i mean if you read a historical novel or fantasy novel the uh I will give you no quarter is exactly what would be said in one of those. And that's the way you have to do it. Mm -hmm. I, I saw a bunch of other, you know, give no quarter ones in there. 
but they missed it. You know, they threw an extra step that you can't do. You have to match what the <laughs> saying is, or it's not going to work. Yep, yeah. I totally agree. It does something to your brain, I guess, when you're imagining this mom saying that. It's like a weird thing for a mom to say in that order, but it like, I don't know, your brain, I don't know, glitches out or something. The whole yeah. distance well, between like a setup and a punchline, you know, right there. It The way you worded it almost made it seem like she was part of that time era herself. <laughs> yeah, I will give you no quarter is like not something that we would say today, but it totally fits with the Napoleon era. So I I love it. I think you did a great job. Yeah. And it's rare that all three finalists are good, uh, which is largely why we wanted to have you guys on. We reached out to Linda as well, but uh, she couldn't make it, but it's rare that all three are very good uh, that you just don't see that very often. So, so I'm just amazed that Timmy said that that this was the second time he's entered in a long time and right away, boom, finalist. I know. Where do you go from there? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, do I ever enter again? I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's been so fun and this is fun. So I probably will. But just... you got a taste for it. You got to keep entering now. Yeah. <laughs> your blood. This is what happens to me. You say, I just want to be a finalist. And then you're a finalist and you say, I just want to win. And then you win and you say, I just want to win one more time. And you say, one more time. You say, I just want to win one more time. <laughs> and so it goes. <laughs> and it's funny because crowd. <laughs> yeah, I've down. been I've been struggling to figure out like if I'm doing a comedy show or something the host will be like how should I introduce you or whatever you got any bio bits or whatever and like I haven't had anything so now I can be like New Yorker caption contest winner or whatever yes. so I'm really excited yeah. about that <laughs> and then yeah I mean winning multiple times would be like just add to the credit you know building it in <laughs> it's definitely a little addiction I think <laughs> At least for me, we, we joke around about I, 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 I feel like I if I go for a jog or I'm between things at work, my mind goes to the cartoon for that week. It's like it's always in the back of my mind and to the point where it's almost agonizing. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm ruminating and I have this angsty feeling until I can submit something. I don't know if you feel that way. We got a support group going here right now, Nicole. So we just yeah. you have to admit you have a problem versus what you have to do. I need help. And I keep tying it back into this, but that reminds me of writing stand up. Like you're always like, could this be a joke? Could this be a joke? Or you're like working on a certain bit and just mulling it over, even like subconsciously. Like, yeah, it's like sometimes you have to step away and then your brain does this work you don't even aren't even conscious of. And then you come back and like, oh, it's right there the whole time. Yep. All I right. Why don't we why don't we judge others? Why don't we take a look at, want to take a look at the finalists for 815? We can uh, beat up people who aren't in the room or compliment. <laughs> uh, this is the couple looking at vegetables, broccoli, asparagus, and a tomato eating uh steaks. And the finalists were, I'd eat like that too if I had no arteries. On the other hand, wouldn't it be weirder if they had ordered a salad and elbows on the table? Another reason I don't like broccoli. Uh, I'll get your thoughts in a second. I just want to say it was, it's so pleasing when a caption is so good that uh, Beth had mentioned it on the podcast that someone in, in the Facebook group entered elbows on the table. Another reason I don't like broccoli. And the minute she said it, it was just like, okay, that's outstanding. That is one of the best captions I heard in an extremely long time. I loved that caption. Uh, the minute she said it, 
And then as soon as I went to crowdsourcing day one, it was at the number one spot. And it was like, uh, obviously this is just, just a home run. And uh, yeah. they had no choice, but to pick it. Um, but Nicole, I'll start with you. What's your take on, uh, on all three of these? Well, I'm not going to disagree with you there. <laughs> number three is my number one favorite elbows on the table. Another reason I don't like broccoli is hilarious. It's hilarious too. I mean, obviously we're doing audio, but for those of you listening, call up the image right now and take a look at that broccoli, the way it's drawn, the way it's sort of <laughs> leaned in to its burger and is chomping down on it in this kind of rude way. It's yeah. just, it's just hysterical. I think my, you know, normally I don't choose in my voting, the caption that doesn't deal with every element. I'm kind of a purist, right? So normally it would bother me that a caption doesn't deal with, for example, in this case, the fact that the vegetables in the scene are eating meat, but because this caption is so hilarious, I don't care. It's just so funny that I think it supersedes the, it almost rises above the absurdity of it rises above kind of the scene itself. And it, and, and I agree with you that it's great. The other two I think are just, a little bit too descriptive of what's going on to be funny or clever enough for me. So I, I have voted already for number three and I would be just completely gobsmacked if it doesn't win. Yes, that's winning. Uh, and I kind of agree. I usually don't like captions that just focus on a very tiny detail in the cartoon. But like I said, in this case, it just works so well that any rules you had go out the window and it's just this good. I was Timmy, like struggling at first when you guys were like, this one's amazing. I was like, I tried to see it. And now I do get it now that you're talking about it. I'm like imagining this whole world where like this broccoli is just this hated figure <laughs> and she's just <laughs> nitpicking him. Just like, oh, there's broccoli again. Like, <laughs> and who I don't know. Broccoli? broccoli is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I like broccoli. That might be why I struggled. Like I'm a broccoli fan. Uh, <laughs> you're such a grown up, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With cheese on it, usually, you know, but yeah, you uh, have to do cheese or something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I was looking at this on the other hand, wouldn't it be weirder if they had ordered salad? I'm like, I don't know if the on the other hand is necessary for like, <laughs> like diving into this, but uh, like, wouldn't it be weirder if they had ordered salad? I think that works. Um, and then the first one gets me really pondering the biology of vegetables like if i had no <laughs> arteries like that kind of opens up more of a world to me as well but yeah i guess i i ha you guys convinced me that the third one is the best i i agree <laughs> uh well beth what was your take on uh i'd eat like that too if i had no arteries um i think that one's good i think that one's good um i think it's you know it works with the drawing it works with the cartoon um it explains why they're eating meat i guess <laughs> um i don't think it's as funny as um as the uh another reason i don't like broccoli i think that anything next to the i i don't like you know another reason i don't like broccoli just kind of pales um so maybe standalone if i had just seen that by itself i might like it better but i I just don't think it holds up as well. Um, but it's good. It made it to the finalists and it 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 definitely does deserve to be there. 
Um, I don't like the, on the other hand, wouldn't it be weirder if they had ordered salad? Um, mostly because I just don't like the way that's worded. Um, weirder to me is just a strange way of writing that. You know, I think it would have been better if it said, on the other hand, it would be worse if they had ordered salad. The word weirder doesn't really, it, it's kind of cumbersome. And I'm just kind of surprised that they chose that one. So my bets are on Barry for uh, elbows on the table. It's anyone disagree? Does anyone really like or really dislike either of those two? Oh, I really dislike the first one, the arteries one. I, I don't like that one at all. I mean, why? Fruits and vegetables have a vascular system. They do have a form of arteries. So <laughs> nitpicky me. They could probably have a heart attack. attack. <laughs> so it's just uh, they, they, they don't have human arteries, but they do have a, a circulatory system that furnishes water and nutrition throughout the you know stems and whatever. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I, as I said, I, I get picky on these and it, it doesn't quite work for me. And I, I agree with Beth. The second one, it's wordy. They didn't need the first part of it. Uh, weirder is a is the weirdest word I've heard. So, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. And Barry, when I, I saw Barry's caption on Beth's Facebook page, and when I saw that, my brain fried. It's like, <laughs> I could not think of my caption. I hadn't thought of a caption yet. And it's like, what what's the point? That's what I thought. I was like, game over. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't read the, I can't read them until I've had to think about it. Because I feel mm. like sometimes you just want to give up. There's so many good ones. Well, Vin, didn't you have one too that reminded that was way better? It was a similar idea to the first caption, but it was way better thought. It was something to do with healthy, right? Something about vegetables be, are are supposed to be healthy and they're doing something unhealthy. I thought that was a better way of approaching that joke. Yeah, mine was uh, how do they eat whatever they want and stay healthy, mm -hmm. which is uh, that's better. I don't know if that's wordplay. My one take on on these, which I kind of liked is that they went with three straight jokes. In other words, none mm -hmm. of these are puns. And it's almost never that at least yeah. one of them isn't a pun. That like happens right. never. So I was ki it's kind of satisfying in a way when you look at it and it's just three straight jokes. And I kind I actually liked all of these personally. I thought these were all pretty good. Uh, I thought there were a lot of good ones for this one, but I, I, I actually kind of liked all three of these. And it was certainly surprising not to have any puns. Like I didn't want to see... Uh, Something about it. I didn't know they serve food here or serving food. Wasn't mm -hmm. impressed by those. I feel I think that's been done a few, you know, uh, contests in the past. So it was nice to see that they didn't choose that and they went with three actual jokes, whether you like them or not. I appreciate the Pacific Northwest representation. There's two, one from <laughs> Vancouver and one from Washington. So did anyone, uh, did either of you submit one that you really liked and felt uh, could have been? I did. I didn't submit this week. I'm on a hiatus. Uh, you know, I got to rest on my laurels a little bit. <laughs> no, you got to win back to back. No. <laughs> no, mine was terrible. I think it ended up 4,000 and something in crowdsourcing. It was, I always thought they were grass fed, which doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> what I, I was thinking, I had that in my mind. I had that, you know, there's an emoji where the person, it looks like they're thinking, but their glasses are like broken. Yeah. <laughs> I had the speaker in that kind of mode because that's how I felt. I think about the image. 
I just couldn't, I feel like these are the kinds of images that I find very difficult to caption. It seems like there was a specific joke in mind. Mm -hmm. And so when I think that that's happening, I'm trying to find it. And, and most of the time I can't find it. I don't know what the specific joke is. And then I have a really hard time finding something that works. Yeah. I'd be interested in getting Joe Dater's original caption on this. And uh, I'd be interested to know if he likes the elbows on the table. Another reason I don't like broccoli because he's uh a bit of a snob with caption contest finalists. He tends to not like, he's been in the contest a lot and we had him on the podcast and he pretty much said he never likes the finalists. Mm -hmm. uh, surprising, but seems like he's a bit of a, I, I think he just falls in love with his own captions, but I'd be interested to know if he likes that. Cause it's hard for me to imagine someone who doesn't like that. He, he was funny too. He put on his Facebook page. He posted that he had the cartoon in the, um, in the caption contest that week. And he said, if you have any ideas for, for it, keep it to yourself. I should have. I should have also mine. I don't think mine did very well either. I, I, I think I was like way down in the five thousands that week. Oh my God. Terrible. It's mine was, mine was, I can't wait to tell all my pompous vegan friends about this, <laughs> which I thought was funny. I yeah, it's it good. Funny. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> With the I guess there's a lot of pompous vegan yeah. readers. <laughs> yeah, you insulted a few people. And they go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine, mine was off. I, was, I joined Nicole and Beth here. Mine was, uh, I'm surprised they ordered steak. It's a Friday fish fry. <laughs> which people in Wisconsin are just laughing at because yeah, it's no like, one, oh, yeah, yeah. Knows. What is they doing ordering steak on Friday? What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny not in new york it's funny yeah <laughs> i want to jump into this week's see what our thoughts are on a contest 817 a uh man approaching another man who's uh or maybe a woman hard to tell sitting in front of a fire pit uh by a campsite and the man approaching is carrying a large star on his shoulders uh a very tough to make out exactly what's going on cartoon uh his style is always very sketchy but this one was even more so than usual but i'll bet did you submit early did you get this did you submit yet no i have not submitted yet which is really not like me but i've still been mulling over my my ideas so um nothing really that i've come up with has really grabbed me so i'm waiting but the ideas I have so far are we should probably start thinking about how we're going to bring this home. Cause you know, when you go on vacation and you buy too much stuff and then you can't <laughs> get it home, you, know? <laughs> yeah. you need to bring it in as a second suitcase. Um, and then in the same vein, I thought of I'm bringing this one home for the kids. Eh, it's not great. Well, it is um, camping though. So maybe it's just, you know, there's, there's the thing is about trying to repack after camping. It never goes mm -hmm. back in the way it came out. So yeah, there might be there's, something there that follows what you had for your first mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Like a like stuff maybe, sack or something. Yeah. yeah. Did you remember to pack the extra suitcase or something? I don't know, but um, I'm still thinking about that. And then the next one I came up with was we really are deep in the heart of Texas because the stars at night are big and bright. Boop, 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 boop. And just everything's big in Texas, yeah. In the heart of Texas. Um, 
And then next I came up with, where should I put this one? Which alludes to the fact that he's been collecting these and this is not the first one. Um, but that's just not really kind of funny either. And then there's plenty more where this came from. I like which that is one. the best of all of them. That one, yes. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. one's pretty good. I, I was also trying to come up with something like, like he needed a license to, to take a star because like, you know, when you go camping and you're fishing, you have to have a fishing license. But I don't know. I was know. just I'm, brainstorming I'm just... on this. I haven't thought about it at all, but like something about shooting stars, like do I need mm-hmm. a license to for the shoot? I don't know. Something, yeah. something. Shooting yeah. stars license. Shoot... Stargazer or something. Yeah. Shooting scar- stars is is a great thing too. I just um, you know, I haven't been able to really nail it down. I have some favorites from the Facebook group, but I'll wait until everybody else talks about theirs. I assume we all uh, agree that the guy carrying the star is speaking. Seems to be definitely the case here, right? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like his mouth is open. And I think that's a woman sitting next to him. I would have assumed that's his wife or significant other or something. It looks like she has lashes. I zoomed way in to try to decide because mm-hmm. I was, I was, I agree. I was trying to think, is this kind of a romantic setting or is this buddies mm-hmm. camping? And it is a bit tough to say, but it's, it's tough. Uh, I would guess my first thought when I looked at it was it's a couple. Yeah. Her it's legs nice are crossed couple. like a woman would sit. So I think it's, I think it's a couple. An interesting anecdote, the very first time I was ever a finalist in this contest was with with this Michael Maslin cartoon. Mm -hmm. It was last year, and it might have been the same couple, and they were standing and looking up at the moon, and the moon was winking. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a similar, and I thought, oh, (laughs) this this might be the sort of like chapter two (laughs) (laughs) romantic getaway. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's the same couple. And that that was your first one? Yes, where I came third. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was my very first one. How about for this one? Did you submit yet? No. So I'm filled with angst because if I, until I submit, I have that horrible, angsty, ruminating feeling about what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a few ideas. um, So maybe you can let me know if any of these are good. My first thought was, that kind of phrase about when you're staring up at the stars and you feel really small and insignificant. So that I had this idea, it it makes me feel kind of significant, you know, cause he's like holding one of them. But then I thought it's just not worded. I just haven't worded it right. And I wonder if there's something to that. Um, I had one that it, it, now it sounds similar to the one that Beth had. It's, it's the same kind of idea. It's no one will miss this one. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. idea of there's so many stars. Um, I had one too. It was like, you know, when you say, I'm, I'm t- now I'm taking my ball and going home. I'm taking my star and I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why he, he would be doing that. And I, and to me, it's almost like in, the caption needs to make sense of the scene. So that raises more questions than it answers. And then my last thought was, um, if it was a romantic setting, if it is a couple, I was thinking about something or along the lines of like, you know, there's those romantic phrases like, I'll give you the stars and the moon. So I had, I was trying to work on something with, well, I'd give you the moon, but that would cause an extinction level event or something like that. 
<laughs> a star once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one star, who's going to miss one star? <laughs> there's so many. Anyway, but I don't know if there's anything in there. I'm still puzzling and losing sleep, you know? So help, help. <laughs> so did anyone submit? Paul or Timmy, did you guys, uh, either of you submit anything? Go ahead, Jim. Oh, I haven't submitted. Um, I've just been thinking while we're talking here. Uh, the what I just thought of is what did you say this place got on Yelp? Uh, and then <laughs> something about how it looks like a star, like a kid would draw. Mm -hmm. Like uh, it's just like in my notebook or something like that. Um, and then the obvious pun for me with like camping and stars is something with Star Trek, like, yeah. but I can't work. I haven't figured out how to word it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm surprised they didn't ask him, like, you know, draw this star a little better. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because that, that was my problem with this is that when I first looked at this, I thought he is hanging on to two long sticks and there's spotlights on them. So that completely <laughs> messed me up for this cartoon <laughs> until this morning because it, I could not get that out of my head. Matter of fact, the first catch I thought of was uh, it's common knowledge that interpretive dance scares away bears. <laughs> Something like that, which it makes no sense what this actually is, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that just it just it ruined it for me because now it's like I have to turn my brain around and get it into where he's got this large star on his shoulders uh, so the only thing i've got so far is uh hey babe i told you i'd make you a star you know <laughs> and the, the other thing is that it's it reminds me of a bad pickup line i don't i don't know if does anybody know the line i'm thinking of as a pickup line is your father a thief I've heard no. of it. Yeah, I've never used it. I would not dare use it. What's the rest of it? Is your father a thief? And the reply is no. And he goes, then who was it that stole the stars in the sky and put them in your eyes? Oh, my oh, God. Oh. That's so cool. I haven't heard it. No. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so bad. So it's like I'm seeing this. And it's like he stole the stars in the sky. So it's like, can I make a bad pickup line out of this? cartoon? <laughs> Aaron, I was thinking, of, did it hurt when you fell from the heavens? Like, yes, yes that <laughs> but too. it wasn't really yeah, a lie. But <laughs> oh my god! But uh, what the one that I've thought of here, I'm really surprised nobody thought of this in the Facebook group. I was just doing a little vision, vision. <laughs> a little Spelled F I S S I O N, as in uh, what stars do. It's vision that's how they burned that's it sounds like pun paul yes, <laughs> don't yes, do it no i'm not gonna do it but it's like i surprised that nobody thought of that in the group well that assumes that those of us vision. who are submitting know that that word i don't i didn't know that word <laughs> right but it, it was kind of like i had that thought with quarter too for timmy said i mm. actually had that flitted through my mind for a moment i thought nobody's going to know that just ignored it so it's like dang i should know better so this one maybe you know vision vision it's like timmy's no quarter imagine timmy imagine if you said oh i've got this great caption no quarter but 
no one's going to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, won't I figured, know. you know, the New Yorker, it's a little more highbrow than my normal stand-up audience. So I was like, I can, I can go for this. <laughs> this is a lesson, everyone. Never underestimate the New Yorker crowd because especially <laughs> the ones that play this contest, we are all Googling the heck out of the image. I learned so much about Napoleon, bumper mm-hmm. cars, taxidermy, yes. <laughs> animals. <laughs> Now yeah. <laughs> and it's a credit to the crowdsourcing that that many people knew the term no quarter that it got mm-hmm. voted up funny uh the first time it's i saw it probably. probably just because i didn't know the expression i probably wouldn't have funny it uh they probably you know, it's not good it unless you know the expression why is this trending why right is this it's trending? not good <laughs> i don't know what it means mm-hmm. yeah but once you know then you're like wow mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's Easy. good uh, I got a few, but oh, two worth mentioning. One pun, which is, uh, you told me to pack light. Uh, that was good. Uh, oh, that's good. nice. I yeah. like, you know me, I love a short, clean, mm-hmm. double meaning pun. Yeah. 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 And the other one is, uh, Polaris is always directly above me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which it is always directly above you. Uh, mm-hmm. A few others, but those, those are the two, uh, the two best. No, uh, the, the pack light. Yeah, that, definitely the, the way to one. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. I had the 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 ones that I like in the uh Facebook group. One of them is Nicole's actually. Um <laughs> yes. So I'll start with that one. Nicole had, can I get you anything else? Oh yeah. Which I think is very yeah. funny. Yeah, it's very, very understated. Yeah. And yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. That is good. I didn't yeah. even mention it here. See, I need to, This I should be consulting you more. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the move uh, heaven and earth thing. Yeah. I've been picking the winners when I, like recently, I've been picking the the ones that, that is end true. up as finalists. So, yeah. Well, my first thought when I saw the image was here. <laughs> like the, mm. the caption could be here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Here, <laughs> here you go. Here. Like as in, here you go. Here. Hurry up, take it. Take this thing. Yeah, it's it's burning my hands. Take exactly. it. You wanted yeah. it. Here it is. <laughs> So, and then the next one I love is, turns out I had the telescope backwards, <laughs> which is hysterical. That's I really think. good. You know, I just think that's so funny. And uh, and the next one is Linda's, who's on a roll um, recently. Uh, hers is similar to w- what Vin just said. Um, he wants to submit is, uh, it's not heavy, it's light. Yeah, that's Same great thing. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't take into account that they're camping, but right. it's it's still funny. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, I mean, not even necessarily funny, just clever. It's like a clever right. pun, double meaning pun. Um, yeah. So I that think that one might be might be common, though. Just, you know, now yeah. that I think about it, the light, you know, mm-hmm. and he's carrying it. So, yeah. It yeah. comes down to wording done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His drawing style is so is so sketchy. It's like just so simple, uh, mm-hmm. which which works. But uh, I, I like the fact that there's just so many different drawing styles. But I mean, if you, it's like if you look at his drawing and then scroll down and look at Fago's drawing, it's like wait, mm-hmm. they're getting paid the same amount of money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one of them looks like it took about uh, five minutes, and one looks like it took about five hours. And that probably is exactly the case. But yeah, well, I love, I love Michael Maslin's work. I think he's, 
I think it's his work is just there's a charm to it. You know, yeah. I just think right. it's it's great. And his cartoons are rank up there as completely the funniest, you know, he's up there with Jack Ziegler for me. Yeah, he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you have one of them right behind you, right? Yes, I do. I have uh I don't know if you guys can see it. It's it's a guy at a bar. Yes. At the beach with a woman sitting across the bar and the bartender hands the guy a t-shirt and it says, <laughs> let me get it right. T-shirt compliments of the lady at the end of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. Amazing. One of my prized possessions. Yeah. Cause I remember too, for the one where he did the winking moon, it was similar in that the, the drawing of the moon was almost childlike. It's like the way a child draws things. And it seems the similar with this star. It's almost the way, you know, it's there's which has a whimsical quality to it. But you wonder if that's part of the joke. That's why that's why I'm so I'll be very excited Mm -hmm. when you guys eventually reveal if you do the original caption. I love when you do that. Yeah, we'll definitely reach out and and get that. But yeah, I think we had him on and that kind of is his charm and his style is he does he does no editing. He just draws it and however it comes. And then he actually is one of the very few, maybe the only probably the only we've spoken to that doesn't submit a final. In other words, he sends them the draft. If they buy it, that's that. That's what they're getting. Uh-huh. He's not, he doesn't change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only person we've spoken to that does that. Everyone else submits a rough. And then if it gets bought, they submit a final. His rough is his final. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that is, he knows that's part of his charm is just, he's drawing mm-hmm. the circle of the moon once and however shape it comes out, that's the moon. Yeah. That- that moon drawing, it almost it looked like an emoji to me. It looked like um, you know, like like something Nicole said, like, you know, it looked like something a child would draw, but it also had like an emoji, it looked like the um the winking emoji um, on on your phone to me. And I think he told us a story about the background of that cartoon, and it was some kind of inside joke with him and his wife and daughters, yeah. um, if I'm remembering it correctly. Do you guys remember that? No, I don't I remember don't. it. Mm. I know, I know exactly yeah. what the cartoon is. Mm-hmm. I think I submitted. That's where he's poked in the eye with a flagpole. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's uh, great. I think the winner of that one was something like, "I think it's just a phase." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had phase in it. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Yeah, phase, yeah, clean double meaning pun. The ones yeah. that can. Those are the ones can that win. Win if they're. If the circumstances are right, if the stars align, mm-hmm. the stars that- align, that could be, I don't know, something for the Yeah, I guess that can work. Back that alignment, work star alignment. I don't know. I'm still brainstorming. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm we won't happy discuss. that I won one of his contests with the uh, the Wienermobile one. I got second for oh, that. Oh, that was one. his? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, was his. Was so. yeah that, was, that was a great one. The fact that you lost that one was a was disgraceful paul that was your wonderful caption about um the loner corn dog was it not yeah <laughs> yes it was the loner corn dog yeah that was fantastic was probably at least my personal favorite of all your finalists uh i'm shocked that one didn't win yeah that's sometimes the voters get it wrong just yeah. keep trying to get it right next time <laughs> <laughs> uh while we have a uh, the two new people on 
Uh, not to discuss captions, but just what are your thoughts on the new uh, cash prize contest? Well, first of all, Vin, congratulations on winning. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and congrats on the runner-up. Thank you. Two puns, I might add. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. They are very similar captions. Both very, very similar captions. Yeah. I was I didn't know you could uh, make money doing this. So that uh changes everything, you know. Have you not played the uh cash prize contest? No, yet? no, I haven't. I'll tell you for those who aren't doing it, it's easier to win than the New Yorker, much easier, and uh and you win money. So you're crazy not to play. Anyone who's not playing is making a big mistake because there's not many people that do play. So in other words, in the New Yorker, you're you know, you're playing <clears throat> against seven thousand people. Uh, you, you're playing against a couple hundred, if that, in the cash prize. So uh, I have no stock in the company, but you should be playing <laughs> that contest if you're in the caption contest because very good odds of winning. And that contest is the cartoon <clears throat> stock contest to me. In yeah. case you didn't you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to a, look that up. <laughs> it's $500 to the winner, to the first place winner, and then $100 each to five runner runners up. So well. it's, a, it's good. It, it, and your it odds costs- are probably about one in 200 of winning, which even yeah. if you submit a so-so caption, you know, you just have to be in the top six. And, and, and yeah, well, I didn't. But in any case, it. Nicole, what I was your thoughts yeah. on, on, on this new one? Uh, we I discussed it last week, but. Okay. So this new, this new one, I, first of all, I really like the drawing. Um, this is by Tom Chitty. Is it the, yes. the yeah, it's, it's a great drawing. Um, I am really struggling with it, though. I am really struggling to come up with something funny. I think it might be because the last contest that had the characters sitting around in their support group dealt with sort of Godzilla, King Kong, the creatures attacking the city. And now we have the pink elephant attacking the city. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, oh, I was like, oh, I've just spent. And, th- and this contest runs a month. So I've, and you know me, I'm an I'm, I'm angsty until I can submit <laughs> something. So I've just been angsty about these creatures attacking Manhattan. And now I've got another creature attacking Manhattan. So I feel like I'm recycling all my old ideas. Um, the other thought I had, and I won't, I, I, don't, I know you guys probably aren't sharing your thoughts about it yet, but I did have a question because I wanted to get your thoughts about whether or not you think the success for this image requires you to deal with the fact that it's a pink elephant in this in the sense that it's supposed to be seeing pink elephants as in that kind of drunken hallucination scenario or whether that you can be successful with a caption that comes at it just as a a creature that's attacking the city that happens to be an elephant that happens to be pink i think it needs to be pink just because the people down below don't see it except for one guy who's kind of noticing it so because nobody else has seen it, it's kind of like, is it his imagination? Is he, you know, and, but I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know on this one. I don't, I got nothing on it so far. So I, you know, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a tough one. Uh, but we agree with every comment you've made, which is, uh, it is a little frustrating that it's another monster attacking the city. We just had those. But mm-hmm. it looks so good. I just love the way this looks. It, this is like a beautiful piece of art. Yes, it's wonderful. 
and I don't know anything about pink elephants. You said that's a drunken hallucination. People see pink <laughs> elephants. I know yeah. nothing about that. You make me sound like an expert on the subject, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know that beer. There's like the delirium Trimmins beer that has a pink elephant on the bottle. That's to me. I have Googled this. You see, this is what I do. This is what I do. <laughs> just as I Googled no quarter, <laughs> I Googled pink elephants, and I saw that there is indeed a brand of beer that that is named after the specific hallucination that alcoholics go through when they withdraw from, um, mm-hmm. from drinking and that, and that became a, f- a phrase that was commonly used and they put a pink elephant on their label. Cause, and, and I guess someone in the Facebook group too, I think Beth posted something t- uh, in reference to the Disney cartoon mm-hmm. where, you know, Dumbo, they drink the champagne and then they see the mm-hmm. dancing pink elephants. And so yeah. it's a thing, I, 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 but I don't necessarily, think it's an uh, the reason I'm struggling with it is it's not obvious it's not as obvious as something like say the elephant in the room or those Mm -hmm. kinds of phrases that are more or when death hands you lemons you know we had that Mm -hmm. some of these idiom type drawings that clearly reference an idiom and everybody knows they're referencing an idiom the chicken and the egg idiom and all of those this is a little bit more subtle I fear which is why I wonder whether or not you have to address it in that way in order to be successful. So in other words, is it just another creature attacking the city? Maybe they're just used to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's an outdated idiom. You know, it's just, it's, it's older from the, you know, before the sixties, really, I think I've, I've got an old bartender's guide that has a pink elephant on the cover. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was aware of it, but you know, who has talked about pink elephants in the last 20 years? Yeah, there's a car wash in Seattle that was the elephant super car wash. And they had this famous neon sign that was a pink elephant. And now I'm like, does that tie in to this? Uh, I don't know. Pink, like it definitely is like a cultural echo of something, but like nothing very specific. Yeah, I like echo. Yeah, there's something there. He definitely keeps choosing tough contests. That's for sure. He's uh, he's he's making us work for our money here because the the three he put up were not easy. And this one mm-hmm. is certainly not easy. I haven't given it a, a ton of thought, but I've given it enough to know that it's going to be very hard. Yeah. So I think to me, I, I have to be the nice thing about the cartoon stock. And this is another plug for the contest is you get three entries. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if, if you're like me and you regret sort of 70 to 80 percent of all the captions you enter in the New Yorker contest after you've submitted them, this contest gives you three entries. So I think me, what I might do strategically is try to do one caption that addresses the pink elephant idiom in that way, just in case the judges come at it from that perspective, but then maybe depart from it for the other two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. I Googled it too. I, I was familiar with the pink elephant as a, as a phrase, as a saying, but I didn't remember what it meant. So I, I Googled it also. Um, Still, it didn't help me. Didn't help me come up with anything yet, but I did. I did Google it. And then uh, sometimes those idioms also are unhelpful because they start to constrain your brainstorming, and you start to sort of constrain your thinking to trying to fit in within the idiom. And I find that 
Mm-hmm. Once my, I, I have a hard time unlocking from that in my mind. Once I get in my head in one space, that's why I can't look at the Facebook captions until I've given things some thought mm-hmm. because I can get locked in and I have a hard time departing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For this one, I'm kind of looking at uh, maybe something along the lines of it takes a lot to get a New Yorker's attention or something, you know, that, you know, the New Yorkers are kind of blase about anything that's happening in their city, right? You know, for the most part, mm-hmm. you, know, it, you know, it's got to be something really spectacular to get their attention. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like, I don't know, like last week, it was a green elephant or something, you know, like, <laughs> it's just another day. Yeah, it's another, mm-hmm. yeah. They do always change the color of the, they always change the color of the building. That is true. Before we break, I just wanted to mention, I was very surprised. I had made a prediction last week that the brick wall caption contest in the New Yorker, mm. I, which I feel is the easiest contest that they've had since we've been doing the podcast and maybe in the past five years that I could think of. I thought this was extraordinarily easy, uh, but I predicted there'd be well over 10,000 captions and only 6,200. Very surprised. Yeah, I was surprised too. I, I thought there's going to be over you know 8,000. So, yeah. Yeah, just wanted to point that out. I was very surprised that so few entries. That's not necessarily few, but I it's certainly thought they'd be over ten thousand. But uh, maybe it's, it's just end of summer, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are the numbers going down? I wonder too, because I feel like last year, in some of those, they they'd get up to ten thousand, even eleven thousand submissions. You know. More than once last year, and I don't think they hit that. Yes, they they have been going. Well, they went down significantly, and now they kind of plateaued. So now it's Mm -hmm. like five to seven. Are they still taking submissions on Instagram or no? They are starting again. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, they are again. Although I don't know if they've done. I don't know if they've posted because they usually they well they post it in the middle of the week usually on Instagram. I don't know if they've posted this week's one yet. So they, but yeah, they I, did. They they did go down a little bit. I think. I agree. I think this was such a. This one was so. It's this is the kind of image they should have in my humble <laughs> submission in the cartoon stock contest. Something that feels a little easier. It might attract more participants. Yes, I, I agree. I'd like to see that contest survive and continue. And uh, I happen to know for a fact. Bob, who runs it, is losing several hundred dollars every every week. So I don't know how much longer he's going to do it, unfortunately. But I do agree that a flaw he's been doing is he picked three very hard cartoons. And he it, he needs to do like a brick wall type contest where anyone can do it. So mm-hmm. that a lot of people play. And uh, who knows if that'll happen. He could start off with a good dog or cat caption. Because <laughs> yeah. those, those ones are yeah. always... I hate those, but... Yes. For his yeah. for his benefit, he yes. should do that as much as I would dislike it. <laughs> a, a lovely desert island caption that would that would that would do it with some sheep. Like sheep. There used throw to be sheep in there. Throw a psychiatrist caption there. Sheep in a while. We're probably going to get a no. sheep soon. No sheep. Yeah, and I certainly the best of throw it all. Like yeah, <laughs> I've had it Here's... with elephants though. I've had it. Elephants. Yeah. I've had it with elephants. I've been elephants, elephants. Yeah. 
I was amazed how many good captions there were for the um for the Godzilla and uh King Kong one last week. I mean, there were there were a lot of good captions going on there. And I had a complete brain freeze and I ended up only submitting one caption. And then when I when I saw these these winners in Larry's commentary, I was like, oh man, there are some really good captions in there. And I just don't know why my my brain was not functioning for that cartoon. I loved your caption though, Beth. Beth's caption was, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I'm still big in Japan, <laughs> which I think is hysterical. <laughs> I, I, when I saw it, honestly, I almost didn't enter because I thought I'm going to win. Uh, that is an, that's a fantastic caption. It works perfectly with the drawing. Mm-hmm. I predicted it to my friend, Rachel Cameron. She's also in the Facebook group and mm-hmm. she's, her and I are, you know, equally obsessed with these things. I told her that's going to win. I just don't, we shouldn't even enter. Uh, I, so I was a bit surprised that you didn't get any love back. Cause I, lo- I think that's an excellent caption. Thank you. I thought it was good too, because it was a take a play on an old saying, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and I felt like it worked, but didn't strike the judges. So. And, okay. and, the, and, they, and the whole point of the, the support group in some ways was their size, mm-hmm. right? These giants sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I loved about, because mm-hmm. it had a wonderful double meaning that I love. It's so mm-hmm. satisfying for me, but it and was also very funny. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, I wish everyone good luck on this week. Sounds like none of us have submitted. Um, so we all have some work to do ahead of us. Anything else before we break? All right. Well, Tim, congratulations on uh, thank you winning. Get, as soon as you get, as soon as you get back into the game on winning, hopefully you keep up at it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna enter this week, and I'll definitely enter the other. Um, yeah, it's been really cool to see how just deep the caption contest community goes. It's been cool talking to you guys, and it gets very addicting as you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the support group. <laughs> you got to make sure we congratulate Vin on no, not only his uh, cartoon stock win, but getting into the New Yorker magazine as a cartoonist. Yeah, that's yes, very that's, that's, woo. That was very exciting. You should so. describe. Can you describe for the listeners, Vin, your your <laughs> cartoon that was in the, the actual New York? Not as a this is not a caption contest. <laughs> Vin is now a published. New Yorker cartoonist. <laughs> yes, it is a uh, man at a barbecue, an obese, was supposed to be more obese, but an obese man at a barbecue uh, talking to his wife with people swim, swimming in the background. And he says, uh, I've always wanted to learn how to swim, but it's never been more than 30 minutes since my last meal. <laughs> <laughs> and the draw, his drawing is outstanding. Uh, it's almost mm-hmm. unbelievable that someone can draw that good. Yeah. He, he's definitely one of their best artists by far. The people in the pool, it's just so funny. Yeah, it's yeah the propane tank, it's just <laughs> unbelievable how good that is. The woman with her hat, like, I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I read that and I couldn't believe that it's like that hadn't been done before. That is such a great cartoon and I can't believe that hadn't been done before. So congratulations, Ben. That's, that's a great yeah. cartoon. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah, I feel like that would work on stage too if you're doing stand up again. I bring it back to that. But that if someone could do that as a one liner, it's so perfect. Mm -hmm. How often do you do stand up? Oh, maybe four or five times a week. 
Uh, wow. I host an open mic and we, me and my wife live like two blocks from a comedy club. So they put me on there for like paid gigs sometimes and travel a little bit. Are you going to write yeah. jokes about us, Timmy? Are you going to make no. fun of us? Or no, gonna... I would never. <laughs> you're going to say, you're going to say that we're so nerdy. These poor sad <laughs> people who are so obsessed. <laughs> no, it's great. This is like, I don't know. It's so wholesome. I love it compared to some of the stand-up community, you know? <laughs> yeah, stand-up is a different world. I have no interest in doing it, but I have an interest in writing it. Uh, one yeah. of my next bucket list items, I'd like to write for one of these Comedy Central roasts. That's been oh, a bucket list awesome. item of mine for a while. I just don't know how you break into these things. Uh, yeah. I, I, but everyone I, I know I, who's going to be there, I send them all Facebook messages with my jokes, and I never hear back. But uh, that, I mean... If anyone meets one the of the internet age, the you can just put it out there. I've, you know, so I've met I've met Jeffrey Ross. Oh, he's nice. the king of he's the roast master general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before every roast, he gets an email he, and Facebook message from me. I bombarded him. I bombarded him with emails over the day. He's never wrote, uh, written back, but I always. But now you're a published cartoonist. So now it's on your CV, right? <laughs> so now you've got maybe that's your in. Yeah, he he played at the comedy club that that my husband and I used to own. And um I don't know if my husband ever stayed in touch with him. I'll I'll, I'll check. I'll check. Well, well, Rachel Furline, I think that's her name. Something like that. Is, is I think is a writer for the roast, and her husband is a captain in the fire department. So that's going to be my next in at that's the next. Uh, the next. I don't know if they're ever going to do a roast again. I don't know if I think the country might be too uh, sensitive now for those types Could be. of. Uh, but that's Could my plan: is to reach out to to him. Give it a shot. But in any event, uh, I, pre I appreciate <laughs> people who stand up, but uh, I, I, I like to write stand up type jokes, but I, I have no interest in going on stage and saying them myself. I'm amazed that Timmy said earlier that you did a whole set on just double meeting puns, because I think that's amazing. I think that's great. And I've never seen that done before in a comedy club. And uh, uh, to be fair, it was like three minutes, maybe. So <laughs> it wasn't like I wasn't headlining or anything. But yeah, that was just how my brain works naturally. And I've actually had to try to force it to not do so many puns, you know, and like learn to write, you know, with more storytelling. <laughs> it's kind of like Stephen Wright, Wright-esque, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's the um, yeah, I love him. It reminds me of that. But that I think that's amazing. I think that that's just great. <laughs> Thanks. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a great outlet to get rid of puns. That's, that's what I need to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to get them out of your head. You know, that's a, that's what I do. I post them in the Facebook group to try to get them out of my head. <laughs> then you, get, if you can get the Timmy one, <laughs> the, ele the elegant one that that's beautiful. You will win. You'll win it all. <laughs> so don't throw them all away. Right. And Nicole, you're very good at those. Uh, so congrats again on your third place on, on this weekend. Uh, I have no doubt we'll be seeing you as a finalist again soon and having you on again soon. Because uh, what did you, you do? Two this year? Two wins this year? Two this? Yeah, I'm st I'm trying to hang in. I'm hanging in there. It's like Unfortunately, Larry has three. So there's a, there's a lot of people. I can't get over that it's Larry. <laughs> I can't get over that it's Larry who's in the lead this year. Like, of all the people. It's like, Larry, we love you. Stop. <laughs> you're putting your point, Larry. <laughs> yeah, okay, Larry, you're, you're just take one, just take a break for one week. <laughs> well, well, like I said, there are a lot of people with two, and uh, there's a lot of time. So I, I'd like to see uh, someone catch up to three and maybe four. And uh, you can certainly do it because you do have two, right? 
I have two, but you never, one never knows when it's one's last. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't say that. Me. <laughs> uh, but thank you. No, it's been, it's been so much fun. And I, and I tell Beth all the time, my favorite part of this entire captioning experience has been getting to know the people who also love it. Because mm -hmm. it's a wonderful, as Timmy was saying too, this wonderful community, this subculture of people who, who get so much pleasure and joy out of these captions. And so that, that's been the best part. So being on this again, and I said it last time, I'll say it again, being on the podcast, Timmy, you might feel this way, feels even better than the win. Because <laughs> it's the, you know, it's like talking about it and just enjoying it in that way. So, so thank you so much for letting me be a part of that. Well, an interesting thought, because uh, it's a nerdy thing to do, but uh, considering, like I said, no one I know has any interest whatsoever. Um, it'd be interesting, because so many people that are into it, to have like a 50-person Zoom call, put up a cartoon, and uh, make like a live, maybe we'll all put up $5 or something, and make like a live caption contest game. We would all we'd all put our captions in the comments, and whoever gets the most likes wins. Just a thought, but uh, that'd be fun. Like, battle oh, yeah. caption contest, yeah. Yeah, I love it. A fun game, no, you know, we, everyone can drink. And I uh, bet we could recruit one of the cartoonists to draw a, a unique uh cartoon oh, for that. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. That would be oh, so yeah. fun. I would have to, though, because my strategy, I write all my ideas on these little yellow notepads. <laughs> well, it would be very hard because it would be time sensitive. You know, everyone would get about five minutes. So it, it, it mm -hmm. would be uh, you'd have five minutes, put it in the comments and uh, everyone would kind of just go through and like the ones they like. Interesting thought. I don't know if we'll ever do it, but we could we could give uh, the contest cap the caption contest board game as a prize for that. Oh, great. Well, you guys did that one contest uh, before where you asked for comments on the the face on a Facebook page and then judged a bunch of captions. And you guys talked, you guys talked through live your thoughts about the ones you liked. And I love that. Because mm -hmm. my favorite part of I, um, I love the interviews you have with the cartoonists. And I love the way you pick apart <laughs> the captions. Um, but my favorite thing is when you banter. Like when you when you disagree with each other and you banter about it, so the, you know if you can foster some kind of you know I don't know if you're championing ones you like and you know debating each other that to me that's that, that's so fun to listen to. Oh, good to know. That was a fun yeah. contest that we did. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do another one. Mm -hmm. We have a cartoon for another one. We just never did it. Mm -hmm. From uh, I think uh, I forget Sam, Sam Hurt, I think. Sam Hurt. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He just had a uh, cartoon of the New Yorker this last week. Yeah, so. yeah, I saw that. The monkeys. Same week that you got in there, Ben. So, yeah, with yeah. the monkeys, right? Yep. All right, that'll be a wrap. Thanks again for jumping on. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>